0: Hello, you're listening to Coffee and Books. My name is Scott. We have a lot of different books to cover today, so I'm going to summarize and get you all of them today. should be three different podcasts coming out today, so please look forward to those. Um, If you're not familiar with Coffee and Books, hi, my name is Scott. I like to do this podcast. I started it during the 2020 pandemic. Uh, It's been going on since, and so have my podcasts. Uh, So let's get into it. What do I like to talk about? Anything under the sun, um, you all like to listen. You all like to listen to me, of course, ramble on about different books. Um, you might hear me talk everything from manga to uh, comic books to, of course, regular fiction novels, horror novels, fantasy, anything you could think of under the sun. If it's got words, I'm probably reading it. So this spe- special episode is about uh, Tenchi Muyo, Alienation Volume 1. If you're not familiar with Tenchi Muyo, we're going to quickly go over that. But also today, please look forward to what I am currently reading, which is, of course, a giant Stephen King novel that you can find at any Barnes & Nobles right now. It's actually a collection of three of his most famous stories, Carrie, The Shining, and, of course, Salem's Lot, um, all of which are bundled together, which I'm currently reading right now. I'm going to talk about Carrie later today, as I've already finished that one. I am in the middle of reading that for Halloween, so we're going to talk some spooky stories later. But right now, if you're not familiar, uh, let's get into manga. So, again, if you're new, manga is a type of comic book that you can get from Japan. Uh, In particular, it's a series style that has its own well-brought-up, unique history. Um, In particular... As you know, many of you know who listen to this podcast, I like to talk about different series. It's typically how I got into them from nostalgia. Tenchi Muyo is no different. It's a television show that came out in the mid-1990s. It's about a young boy who drops out of high school and finds out that he's an alien, as well as he starts living with five different boarders who are also aliens, who have a crush on him, five different female uh, life forms. So um, it's a little kooky, weird. I love it, though. Um, Anyway... It reminds me of my childhood, like I said. So this book series approximately came out in 2001. Uh, so it was a 10-volume series. This is book number one. I hope to continue and read all of the volumes to you. Um, side note here, if you've already listened to the podcast, you'll know that I have mentioned Tenchi Muyo before, as I had previously done a spinoff book called The Sasami Stories, which was its own standalone book. This is not connected to that at all in any way. Uh, this book series is its own volumes. Okay, so let's get into it. So, Tenshi Muyo is by Hitoshi Akuda. Um, Alienation came out, like I said, in 2001 after two different versions of the TV show. Tenshi, the main character, dropped out of high school and moved into the house down the hill near the Masaki Shrine where his grandfather is a priest. Since then, he's been living with five boarders and one cat uh tenshi just recently found out he's a quarter alien is descended from the royal planet jirai um his grandfather's name is katsuito who was the prince and lines of the throne but left uh we know all this because a reporter dug up the information for a rich girl who was hired to who hired him to find tenshi after tenshi had saved her life from boys um so now he kind of goes through and introduces all the characters uh name by name, which is pretty convenient, so we're going to talk about them now. Uh, the first one is the most famous one, her name is Ryoko, she is a space, a space pirate, also an artificial life form that was created by Washu, and she has different magical abilities like she can fly and teleport, uh, she's most known for her different uh, uh, like habits that are bad, uh, particularly she likes to drink, she likes to gamble, she likes to uh, think of schemes to kind of go with the whole plan there. Uh, But she is very possessive, arrogant, but she's also one of the strongest and most powerful group of people. Uh, Her cat, his name is Ryoki, who's also a spaceship. Uh, So what's notable about Ryoki is that the cat can transform as well into not just a spaceship, but also into human form. Um, Can't really talk, but uh, like I said, Ryoki and Ryoka were close together. Uh, An exporter's name is Aika. Aika Jirai Masaki uh, she is the current crown princess of Jirai. She followed her fiancé to Earth, but then fell in love with Tenchi when she got there. Um, she is also arrogant and the main rival of Ryoko. Uh, she tries to maintain class and acts like she is a true princess, uh, but in reality, she's no different than the rest of them, which, again, leads to some hilarious com- comedic situations. Her younger sister's name is Asami, uh, who does all of the cooking and cleaning. She is a younger girl. Uh, who basically is the glue that holds the family together, does all the work. Uh, So all the characters, of course, throughout the stories have their own quirks and uniqueness, but Sasami's deal is that she is the glue who holds the whole thing together. Um, Then, of course, next is Megoshi. Megoshi is a galactic space cop who is well-known to be lucky, as well as clumsy, kind of a buffoon. Uh, but always ends up solving her cases by accident. Um, again, she discovered, uh, after chasing down Ryoko, she discovered Tenshi, um, likes to spend time with all of them, and then considers them her friends. Um, and then, of course, lastly, we have the mad scientist genius, whose name is Washu, who claims she's more than 20,000 years old, uh, and yet she still looks like she's a young, beautiful woman, who, of course, likes to come up with her own crazy, scientific, mad schemes, uh, one of which was the creation of Ryoko. Um, So Washu, in the beginning of this story, has a security system that attacks the detective and the girl as they are doing a stakeout outside. Uh, She wipes their memories, kind of like Men in Black style, so they can forget who those people are. Uh, The girl wakes up on a park park bench where she sees a boy has stayed the entire night protecting her while she slept, After forgetting about Tenshi, she immediately goes after this new boy and is like, immediately found a new crush to be with. In Chapter 2, Ryoko decides to get a job and quit being a freeloader, as she describes it. She decides to get a job at McDonald's as a cashier. Uh, She quickly quits this job when she beats up some customers for giving her unwanted attention. A second job she gets as a gas station attendant, but accidentally drops a cigarette down a gas sewer line, causing an explosion. And then, of course, as she is returning home, uh, dejected from her failures, she notices a window washer who almost photo his death. As she is able to quickly grab him, him, the elderly man admits that he needs to work even though he's sick so he can help fulfill the promise he made to his granddaughter and take her to, of course, an amusement park, which I believe to be Disney World. Uh, Ryoko offers to fill in for him so that way he can rest while she does the work and then he can get the pay. After completing the job, the man is fired by his boss for not completing the job himself. Uh, He is angry at both of them. But Ryoko is angry at the boss for doing this. Uh, But after this man, who is an elderly worker, is fired, it ends up causing a worker strike, where everybody ends up getting a pay boost. Ryoko then receives the gift of money from the window workers. She goes home only to find out that she will need to pay back the other businesses that she had destroyed, so she is ending up no better than where she started. In Chapter 3, Aieka is excited to spend the day alone with Tenshi on a big date. A few days ago, Tenshi's grandfather came home with two tickets for a luxury stay at a hotel and a pool. Aieka and Ryoko immediately fight over the tickets to see who will get to win to date Tenshi. Washu comes up with a plan to use straws. Aieka, using prayer and belief, ends up winning. Meanwhile, Ryoko is trying to spy on Aieka and Tenshi as she is, again, jealous and possessive. Washu tries to prevent this, as every everyone promised not to interfere with Ayaka's date with Tenchi. On the way home, Ayaka is working up the courage to hold Tenchi's hand when a bank robbery goes down. The robbers knock her over, ruining the special moment that she was about to have with Tenchi. Angered by this, she uses her uh, powers to chase after the robbers. The robbers try shooting her, but she's able to block these bullets using some kind of force field. Ayaka then ties up the robbers, for the police, after chasing him down with super speed, and is able to fly as well. So, fun fact: did not know that Aika had powers at that point. Was very surprised. Um, Tenchi and Aika then decide to walk home hand in hand, having the special moment that Aika dreamed of. In chapter four, Sasami decided to make her famous carrot cake for everyone. Everyone comments on Aika eating the cake when she is well known to not even like carrots. Washu thinks Asami should sell the carrot cake for a profit. Ryoko offers to be the manager of this and decides to find someone who would be interested in purchasing the cake. One day, a mysterious man visits the house, asking for sasami. He says that he wants to talk to her about her carrot cake that she makes. sasami admits to giving some the cake to a neighbor, and while this happened recently, this neighbor happened to give it to this gentleman and this gentleman had decided that he had liked the cake and he happened to own a bakery shop. After he explained that he owns this shop and he wants to sell her carrot cake, Sasami agreed to make the cake but only if she could do it three times a week so that way she would have time to do her normal errands and that way she could still earn a little bit of a living but also at the same time still take care of Tenshi and the rest of the boarders. Uh, two months later we find out Sasami's cakes are extremely popular She feels very bad, though, for taking money for them, but then she wants to give the money to Tenchi and his family for helping take care of them. Aieka thinks that this is sad and sweet that Sasami even has these worries as a child. Uh, The pastry chef owner comes back offering even more money if she helps create a production line of her cakes. Sasami disagrees because the meaning of the cake is special to her. Then we go back to a flashback scene of Aieka watching her fiancé leave Jirai to go after Ryoko. She is depressed about her life and decides not to eat. As she is wasting away, her family begins to worry about her. Sasami decides that she's going to try all of her favorite foods, and when none of these work, she ends up making a carrot cake, which was the first food that she had ate when she started to become herself again. Sasami then makes a carrot-themed dinner, much to Aika's disliking, but uh, much to the enjoyment of everyone else. Again, just a sweet, tender moment of a sisterly love. In Chapter 5, while out relaxing, Ryoko is looking at the sky when Miyoshi crashes her ship into her after returning from a mission. Washa gives her a device to help her land using her plane. Uh, Miyoshi gets an emergency call and runs into Tenchi's father. On the way out, Miyoshi leaves her ship and damages the house, knocking over Tenchi's father into the ocean. Ryoko tells her that she is angry at her for doing all this damage and never wants to see her again. Miyoshi is having a meeting with her boss, but she's not really listening because she's so distracted by what Ryoko had just said to her. Meanwhile, Ryoko found out that Miyoshi has been giving uh, Tenshi's family all of her money that she makes from her salary to help pay for the repairs to her house that she's been causing. Ryoko goes to space to find Miyoshi and tell her that she's wrong and that she does want her to come home, as they are a family. Miyoshi comes home and crashes her plane again, destroying the house. In Chapter 6, Mayoshi brings home a statue from a police raid. The thieves followed them to Earth. Uh, the thieves attempt to steal back the statue in the middle of the night, but Aika catches them by accident and they flee. Washu is mad that they made it past her security system so she vows to improve it. Washu then uses her traps to run off the space thieves. Uh, she uses old style ninja school techniques, uh, which she captures them with like sticky paper and all different types of funny things. Um, after she captures them, these are lizard space pirates, of course, she eventually captured them, and I tell her that they are after a rare stone that is in a statue. They need to find the statue so they can ascend to heaven. Of course, then, the statue is found to reveal the gem, and they go to heaven, and that's the end of the chapter. Uh, In chapter 7, Sasami and Ryoki are watching a soap opera together. They both dream of going on a date with Tenshi one day, as they both seem to be very young. Aika and Ryoko lie to Sasami and tell her that she will be executed for going out with Tenshi, as they actually begin to see her as a threat to Tenshi, mainly because she is the one who is the most well-liked, the one who is the most um, you know, like honest and not opinionated and not struggling with the rest of their life like the other characters are. Uh, she just cares for the other people, and they think that once she grows up, she'll be a beautiful young woman and their main competition. So they decide, like I said, Aika and Ryoko decide to lie to her and tell her that she'll be killed if she goes on a date with Tenshi, according to the laws of the planet. Then uh, Sasami tells Ryoki she should change into her adult forms so she could go on a date with Tenshi. Uh, but Ryoko, Ryoki is not coordinated enough to walk in, as an adult as she does not change often into human form. Washu gives Ryoki a device that will help her walk, but it doesn't control her when she starts to run wildly. Sami tells Ryoki it's better to walk and learn how to walk on her own rather than getting help. Tenshi then gives her a dress as a reward for her training and working hard to walk every day. Um, Aika asks Ryoki why she isn't jealous of Ryoki. She says that she's earned the date with Tenshi. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the, my review of the series. Um, I gave it a 3 out of 5. And again, you're only going to probably like this story and really care about it and understand it. I made it this far in the podcast if you are a Tenshi Muyo fan. If you are familiar with Japanese anime and manga, you've probably, like I said, already heard about Tenshi um, as it is wildly popular. Um, I gave this series a 3 out of 5 mainly because I felt like many of the quirkiness that makes the story does not translate from a television show into a manga um, While well, I definitely enjoyed the storyline, I thought that the way they did it was each chapter is its own kind of standalone story, uh, where I'd rather see a continuation of stories. I'd rather it see get more serious. My favorite moments in the Tenshi television show when, where Tenshi has to save the world, not when um, you know, he's trying to decide you know, who is going to be his next date. So, Although I definitely enjoyed it, like I said, I gave it a 3 out of 5 just because of that reason. Uh, my favorite scene in the series, which we're going to talk about, is when Aika took down the bank robbers. As it caught me by complete surprise, as I mentioned before, did not realize Aika even has his powers. So that's all for today's episode. If you like today's episode, please feel free to email me at scott s c o t t bernstein b e r n s t e i n sixteen at yahoo dot com. I'd love to hear from you. What would you think of today's episode? Um, I hope all of you enjoyed it. And uh, thanks for listening. I hope to bring some more book series to you soon. Be careful out there. Stay safe and uh, listen to my next podcast and share if you liked it with a friend.